busting those records. Here we go. Here comes Niagara. Here comes that joke. It's bright and so right. Radio 99. Niagara calls with music. Tops with you. The latest, the greatest, and time and temperature too. So here comes Niagara. This is Joe Niagara. For the next five hours, you'll hear hit records on Punk Till I Die. From now to 12 midnight, Niagara calls. I put down a wailing pound of sound. In those records, let's go, Joe. Here goes Niagara for another show. If you're ready... Hey, everybody. Hey. Welcome, welcome <laughs> to Funk Die Podcast, episode number 71. <laughs> 71, I hate, yes. I'm uh, very strong this week, considering that I was falling asleep uh, in the moments before we hit record. Well, it's one of those things, man. Skype, I, and then, so maybe we should switch to Zoom full-time, because I'll tell you what. Um, since Microsoft purchased Skype, which they did, what, like four years ago, um, it used to be stable as hell. And now they seem to update it, like, almost every day, and... Because we record through Skype, and I have a plugin, and every time they update the app, the plugin breaks. So we ran into that a bit tonight. So Tom was ready to do it, lying in the port fortress of solitude, and yes. uh, meanwhile I couldn't get the damn plugin to work. So I'm messing with that for ten minutes, and by the time I do call up, he's like half asleep. He's you know, you know finally calls me. And I'm like, oh, is it time for work already? <laughs> Because he's on he's on call this week, so I think he was I'm working course, there tonight. I'm of course, one of your hosts, Tom, and that guy complaining about the text stuff, showing yes. you how the sausage is made. Yes. Liverpool, Neil, of course. How you doing, man? Um. Okay. Yeah, can't complain. I'm glad we're getting to do it tonight, because I thought for a minute we were going to have to cancel this whole yes. thing. Yes, I did have a sewer emergency, but it's all taken care of. Oh, you can play then. Maybe we should have played a song by the Sewer Rats. Maybe that would have worked out Maybe. perfectly. Well, you know, and maybe it's not really taken care of, and it'll call me again at three in the morning. But I guess we'll see. So what? Can, so okay, without going into too much detail, what kind of thing is it that isn't working that they have to call you out for you to go and do as an emergency? Uh, the <laughs> this is going to be even less interesting than you talking about how we record this. You know? <laughs> um, sometimes the pumps, you know, we pump a lot of water. That's what we do. Uh, sometimes they lose prime. What's that mean? Um. You know, pump has to kind of stay full of water to work properly, or if it sucks all the water out, it gets full of air and it doesn't work right. Okay. Think what's think what's happening in this case <laughs> is the tech valves aren't closing up all the way, and the water is draining back out very slowly. So if they don't run for a very long time, they're losing prime. I see, and that's what yeah. happened tonight. So you had to drive you somewhere. Zero, you and zero of our listeners, yes. So you had to drive somewhere and prime the pumps or something. I did. Wow. I did. I primed the pumps. It was pretty exciting. We prime the pumps every week, baby. That's what so every we do. sixth, yeah, every six week, every sixth week, I'm on call from seven a.m. Monday morning till the following seven a.m. 
And it's part of the job, and it's part of how I make my living, and it's it's fine. I haven't got woke up in the middle of the night this week yet, so it's all good. Dude, my old job, because I, I was a, you know, I work for one place now, but I used to be a consultant yep. and um, for a company, and I would deal with all the Mac clients, and then we had a bunch of, like, 10 PC techs or whatever, because most of our clients were PC-based, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we do a rotor like that, like, every week. Someone would have the on-call phone, so people could, you know, 24-7, whatever. And um, it was always stupid when I got the on-call phone because 99.9% of the people that were calling were PC calls, and I can't answer any of the PC calls. Oh, and you're only Mac, yeah. So um, it would be a but nightmare. I mean, were like somebody from Germany calling in the middle of the night or something? Was it worldwide or just No, it was just, it was just you. Uh, no, uh, Midwest-wide, really. But wow. um, I wouldn't have to go out. You know, we'd be able to remote into places, but it would be a real problem because I'd have this phone there, and it would just be like for the week I had it. Like, you wouldn't be able to go to sleep. I'd just be just sitting there staring at it, hoping it wasn't going to go off, you know? It was that kind of thing. Well, was... that's my that's my issue this week is I've been very tired, but I am having trouble sleeping a little bit. And I think it might be because, especially during COVID, I've got in the habit, and I heard you slugging on one, so I know you can relate. Oh, yeah. I've been in the habit of giving myself a little pre-mixed sleeping pill or two or three. <laughs> On a nightly basis, so when I go to bed, I, I usually conk right out. And I'm a good sleeper anyway, generally. I'm a good I'm a good at falling asleep. I'm not good at staying asleep. But, yeah. But, no, it's all right. It'll be fine. You know, next week, next weekend, not this weekend, this weekend I'm working, next weekend I will be coming to hang out with you, and I'll we'll blow it out, and I'll uh, make up for all these trials and tribulations and lost sleep. I think it'll be fine. Um, yeah, so you're coming in on a... F- Friday and stay until yep. the Sunday, right? Yeah, I think it'll probably be there about 48 hours or so. Yeah, that should be cool. Now. So we, we, I would assume, you know, we can record if we can keep my pal who's coming with me occupied while we're doing that. But, you know, he's like a man. Men are like babies, right? You put a bottle in front of them, they're usually all right. <laughs> Is that right? Is that what your wife says? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll probably, and I hate to use the term live because, once again, it'll be a week probably before you guys hear it. But we will probably, you know, sit at your kitchen table and do one, I imagine. We will be recording live. We might, yes. you, know, you won't hear it live, but uh, we will yes, be recording exactly. it live. Because I think as of right now, 69 just dropped today. So we'll see how many we'll see how many listeners we actually lose with the... Uh... Very, I mean, I'm pretty offended by the whole thing, honestly. <laughs> I, I, you know, I always say I try not to, I try not to curse very much on when we do this because yeah. um, I just, you know, I want it to be, you know, all ages. Yeah, okay. Friend. Okay, yeah, I, we're all ages I, fifty and I, up. <laughs> but I never censor myself with the songs. Yes. you know what I mean. I'm not going to censor somebody else's songs. So we we played. I played songs. You know, you went one direction with your songs. I went another. I must have played songs with the F word two hundred times. In episode sixty nine, so I'm going to attempt to fly straighten up and fly right again. So I'm going to try to reset. Because I've been cursing more and more. So I ah, forgot. Sake, Johnny Thunders wouldn't have been flying up and. Flying right or whatever the hell you just said. Thunders didn't live to be my age, Neil. Oh, no, but he died with a smile on his face. Actually, I don't think he did, but there we go. I don't know if he did. No, that's no, pretty sad, actually. Well, thanks for bringing us down. Speaking of deaths. Yes. Oh, yeah. There was somebody that died, wasn't there? So, well, we've had a bunch of deaths, of, of course. And, and most of them, you know, have not been people that I'm particularly, you know, super sad about but this one is huge big enough that like i was on call yesterday of course and i had to go out to a call and i listened so i sat in the so i was in the truck for probably like an hour and a half 
And I heard nothing but Van Halen songs on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I personally enjoyed it. And I, I know that the 10 years between us difference makes a lot of difference as far as what we listened to when we were young. So what I say is, you know, I know you probably don't have much affinity for Van Halen, but the fact of the matter is, man, when I was a kid, they were huge. So I listened to a lot of Van Halen, and I have a soft spot for them, although I must admit I haven't voluntarily listened to them for years or thought about them for years. Hmm. But I was definitely a fan, and even a Van Hagar fan. So he was, I was like 12 years old when Sammy Hagar took over. And I even enjoyed those early Sammy Hagar records. So anyway, yeah, Eddie Van Halen died. The a guy who, I mean, he he has nothing to do with the punk rock world, right? Obviously, in the bigger musical world, he's huge. I mean, the radio station played nothing but Van Halen for four hours. What other, other than maybe like ACDC or somebody like that? I mean, how many bands are there that big at this point that they could do that? Has Van Halen been, I mean, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but I mean, has Van Halen done anything over the last 15 years? Um, No, they haven't done much, but I think Eddie was actually sick for quite some time. I know know he had cancer for a long time because he made some outrageous uh, claim about 10 years ago that he cured cancer. He cured himself because he got a bit wacky, right? Towards the end, he was a bit... picture of him where he didn't have a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. And, and, you know, but anyway, he... uh... Yeah, he died. And, you know, I always say, I think, you know, I was looking for some punk bands covering Van Halen. But the fact of the matter is, I think that stuff was too complicated. <laughs> you know? Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, maybe he... real conducive. And, you know, most punk rockers didn't want to shred like that, obviously. Yeah. But obviously, a very talented guy. And, you know, it, it's uh, definitely kind of the forerunner of like a lot of the 80s music that I listened to when I was young, you know, the bare metal type stuff. So what about yourself? I mean, you what you have any feelings about them at all, or not really? No, not at all. Um, I mean, bad, good, not even. I mean, you just like they come on the radio, you turn it down, or never know. entered my world vision to tell you the truth. But some of the some of the punks I uh, did hang around with um, back in '78, um, the only metal album they had was that Van Halen One album. For some See, re- for some reason, they had a strange affinity to that record, along with their Clash and uh, Jam records or whatever. They had they had Van Halen one, so I never saw that. I never liked it. But well, the funny thing is, so seventy eight was the year that came out. So yeah, it was right just right after punk rock. Um, but I never really thought of them as a metal band. I definitely just called them like a rock, rock a band. Rock. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, they so, wore all and, those stupid clothes and all that stupid shit that all annoyed me. So yeah, I was right, completely the opposite. All that. Yeah. yeah, someone else died yesterday too. Yeah, I saw that. We're actually going to play a song. I picked another song that's sort of semi-related to that too. I don't know if you put that together. What's that? You talk about that other singer, right? Yeah, Johnny Nash. Yeah, Johnny Nash's most famous song was "I Can See Clearly." It is. Oh, okay. Well, you were. Well, see, you were one step yeah, ahead of me, buddy. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get that. Man, way to ruin the suspense. All right, anyway, we're going to play... <laughs> we're That's not what we do. That's we're what we do. Song, obviously, for two reasons. A, because nobody wants to hear a Van Halen song. And B, because I don't want to get sued. So we are going to do... This is from, I think, the Blasting Concept 2? Blasting Concept 2, exactly correct. And this is the Minutemen doing a very, very deconstructed version of the the great uh, Van Halen song for the first album probably one of their arguably their best song I think one of their very best songs ain't talking about love so here's a minute man
Minutemen, or as they like to be called, the Minute Men, uh, with Ain't Talking About Love. And if you remember any of our covers shows, um, I played a song by Dwayne Peters and the Huns, where they did a cover of Ain't Talking About Love, and it was a bit better than that Minutemen one. Now, did did, did you... Did you but the, the Minutemen never get to the chorus. Did, did you like the Minutemen? No. Me neither. See, the one of those, the one of those bands that I just never got on before I even got into punk rock. So it wasn't really a matter of ever getting a chance to like them. But I never liked the kind of. I, I'm not funky, man. I've said that before on the show. I don't get into funky stuff generally. Again, again, you just know no D.D. Ramone. <laughs> I get, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna hear what. You're not gonna. You're never gonna hear my rap album. <laughs> You know what? You know what? I think we should do actually. I think because we've talked about that now a couple of times, and people, some people might be scratching their heads. Oh, um, I think at some point we got to play the uh, DD King <laughs> Funky Man oh, song. So bad. <laughs> it's so it's so bad. It's hysterical. And the video, when he you know you've seen the video, right? Uh, I don't think so. At some at some point he's because he's marching around the streets of New York, and at some point there's like some punks, there's some punks and skinheads following him, and I think it's some of the guys from like. Uh, some of those what was the alleyway crew what the hell is some of those bands sick of it all sick of it all and some of those guys i think yeah yeah thrilled and he's you know wearing his gold chain and stuff and just making a complete ass of himself you know i, I complain in the i complain about marky's book about how he um how he spoke poorly of the dead specifically mm-hmm. johnny but also joey a little bit and Dee and whatever but it was funny his fa- it was fascinating when he was talking about that time because Dee was still in the band for a while but he quit wearing his leather jacket. He started showing up in like his Adidas sweatpants and stuff. And Johnny was, as you can imagine, Johnny was pissed. You know, yeah. Johnny was the sort of gatekeeper of of the Ramones, and and Didi's acting like, well, we used to call him Wiggers. I don't know if you can say the word Wigger anymore, but he was definitely that's what he was acting like. Yeah. If you uh, can't say the word anymore, I apologize. Um, have you read Johnny's book? I know you've mentioned Marky's book and stuff not. like that. If I if I found that that's called Commando, I have not read that. No. You can you can you can borrow it off me. I have it. It's actually really really interesting because you know he talks about how you know a lot of the um well the look that was all manufactured by Johnny and you know them the the guitar and the bass walking up to the front of the stage at the same time all those like ant not ant what's the word I'm looking for synchronized synchronized moves and stuff on stage that was all done by Johnny. So um he had a kind big boys the show <laughs> yeah. He had, a, he had a big hand on a lot of that stuff because he realized what worked and what didn't from seeing bands himself, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's actually a really interesting book because he talks about how 
he used to take the cash and put it under he actually literally put it under his floorboards and um he always said he was going to retire when he had a million dollars in cash and that's what he did he split the band when he had his million dollars it's it's funny you know because you you read about like they'd book a south american tour and they had managers and they had booking agents and all that and then johnny would like go on the side and book extra dates (laughs) just like without management for cash and stuff it's it's a great story. You know, the fact that a lot of people don't like Johnny, you know, he was conservative politically. But the fact of the matter is, he's the one who kept the band going. Yeah, definitely. He was the, you know, you need, you can't have all Joey's and Dee's who are brilliant creative guys, but just, you know, totally just kind of hippy-dippy, you know. Well, Joey was such a nut that he'd be like, you know, going back into his house five times to touch yeah. the door Joey six times or whatever. And he, was a, he was a junkie, obviously. Yeah. So. Yeah, needed it needed a strong hand, and uh, I always think it's funny that as well, like Richie and maybe Marky too. Like they weren't, they never got a a percentage of the royalties or whatever. He just paid him cash, like after every show or whatever. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like well, it was did, just a hired did, hand. I think Richie essentially left because he didn't. I mean, that was always the story was that Richie left because he didn't get his share of t-shirt sales. T-shirt sales, right? Yeah, but which is I funny. Have... Which is funny because he actually wrote. You know, one of the better later songs, and Marky, yep. Marky you, didn't write shit, did he? No. Not only did Marky not write anything, but he's still making a living on songs that came out before he was even in the band. Yeah, which is what Johnny said to him in that in that argument they had on stage. Um, It's it's funny. I you was want at, even an original Ramon. Like that. Last year I was at a flea market, and I, and I had to buy this because it was such a place in time, and it was the Ramones logo, and it had Joey, Johnny, CJ, and Marky on it. Which was the lineup both times I saw them live, so I had to buy that. What, T-shirt? No, it was a patch. Oh. It was a patch, but it turns out my wife hates sewing patches on things. <laughs> so I have, like, enough patches for, you know, like a like a tarp. You know what you got to do? You got to get that fabric glue and just glue the damn thing on. Maybe. Or learn to sew. Yeah, I've, you know what? I tried to do that, and uh, it's much harder than it seems. <laughs> well, yeah, when you're going through denim or whatever. You know, I when I was in eighth grade... All the other guys were taking, I don't remember what class, something macho, you know? I took a shop and all that when I was junior course, but in eighth grade, I took home economics class. Oh, boy. Okay. And you might say, oh, that's a terrible idea, but let me tell you something. I was 14 years old, and there was two boys in that class. Oh, there you go. Worked out pretty well for me. Still there. don't know how to sew mm-hmm. or bake. Oh, so what did you do in the class, then, apart from hit on the girls? Sewed and baked, and I, I don't know. Well, how come you don't know how to do it, then? <laughs> well, dude, I was 14, 13, 14 years old. I, I, I don't know. Teach a man to sew, and you'll never... Teach a man to sew, and he'll have a ton of Poison Idea patches on his shirt. <laughs> exactly. I think that's the I think that's the saying, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, so, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. What, what song were you going to grace us with today? I was just For... about to say, so we've talked plumbing so far, we've talked about sewers, and we've talked about Eddie Van Halen dying and sewing on patches. This is what people tune in for, isn't it? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, i'm gonna um i hope everyone by the way i hope everyone enjoyed episode 69 i think uh we enjoyed doing it so very good i had to take a shower afterwards <laughs> that's good. you're the one that decided to play the mentors nobody else that no i'm telling you the feeder song was the oh worst. come on i can't you know what the thing i blows me away you've never heard that song before i have that album but i guess you didn't play it i have it on cd i just i mean i went through it cursorily I, I bought picked it up used or no i didn't i bought a new but i just hadn't really paid enough attention to it i guess hmm. well you know, now you me. will that's an awesome song awesome song yeah 
All right, I am going to play, because of episode 69, I'm going to play the song Sick Pleasure by the band Sick Pleasure, who were also Code of Honor with a different singer. I see. Was one of our very first, like one of our very, very early shows, did you play them? Uh, No, I played Code of Honor. I didn't play Sick Pleasure. Um, Sick Pleasure. Yep. So this is uh, your boy, uh, Nicky Sicky, singing, right? Um, So here we go. Sick Pleasure. What I do expect to happen up here. I bet you want some violence You want my words to be upset You could care less what I'm saying You want to see spit and broken beer bottles You want to see lots of black leather jackets Lots of change and spice You're shit Look at it from you, I really enjoy Sir, pleasure Get it from me, I know I give it Sir, pleasure Look at you, you want some more Sir, pleasure Let it know what this was for You're the one putting on the show I've got the best news from here I'm getting paid to watch the show, huh? But it's funnier, it was your money Can't you tell that I'm no actor? I'm saying something besides fairy tales But you're not even listening to me Listen to me! Pleasure by Sick Pleasure off of their um them and Code of Honor shared an album. Code of Honor did the A side. Sick Pleasure did like six songs on the on the second side. So that was the only thing that really well I Sick Pleasure did an EP as well. Code of Honor did a seven inch single with two songs on it, but uh, both very short lived bands, unfortunately. Code of Honor did a second album as well, but it was very different. Um they kind of went in a very different direction, so but that that's a classic fight or die is just a classic album. So there you it's, go. It's funny because Nikki Sicky went on to sing for Verbal Abuse, who made one great classic album. I think I paid, played something from it. It was called uh, Just an American Band. That's right. And then he left, and they got a different singer, and they changed dramatically too. Like in what well, actually, way? The second album wasn't so dramatic. After that, they actually went like a crossover thrash style. Yeah, that seems to be like a lot of uh, hardcore bands yeah. seem to do that, right? Yeah, Gangry did it. Uh, the, a, lot, a lot of them from that era because there was money in that at the time. Suicidal Tendencies, I guess, would have been one I, of the I first think ones. Right? was coming out. And bands like that were actually making good money. Yeah. Well, so that, as long as they took the fat contract and ran, I'm okay with it. Well, the Metal Kids didn't mind paying like 
money for albums and forty dollars to get into a show and stuff like that, right? They were never the. I don't know about back in those days, but. Well, like, I'm just saying, like the punks were always complaining if the show was more than five dollars or whatever, because they'd say you'd sold out or whatever, right? Yeah. So. You know what? You know what? I wouldn't pay more than five dollars for. What's that? And once again, we're not. We don't really talk a ton about like punk news stuff, like what's in the news. But this caught both of our eyes today. And, <laughs> I know where you're going with this. <laughs> and and you and I feel very different different about this band, I think. Yes. And but we feel the same about this release. So Milo Ackerman from Descendants. Um, so I love the Descendants. You are kind of just so so on them, right? Yeah, lukewarm. I enjoy the first two albums, but after that, it's yeah, you can keep it all for me. See, I love the first. The first album is the best, obviously. Milo goes to college, but I think their last album was really, really good. That was called Hyperspasium Caffeinate or Hypercaffeum Spasinate or something, something like remember. that. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it was really good. I enjoyed the record. It was uh, a lot of the record was about the sort of long term relationships within the band. It was just, it was nice. I mean, it was you know, it was an old man punk record, but it was, it was nice. Really good. Well, nice. Yeah. I don't have nice. It was good. It had some songs that I could, you know, as an old geezer could relate to. But okay. they did a political song a year or two ago, a, a one-off seven-inch that was called That's Not Who We Are or something like that. Like, And, and I just was like, oh, this is not good at all. And now Milo is putting out a solo EP. Yes, and tell everyone about it. It sounds... No, you tell everyone. What instrument is he going to be playing? Because I'm so sick of this freaking instrument. Fucking ukulele. <laughs> A ukulele, and isn't he like banging on it's the desk like, or something as well? So we're gonna get Tom. Come back to me, Maybe Tom. He's got like peanut butter jars out, and like I'm here. I'm here. Okay, there we go. What were you Lose saying? Let's say he's probably got like the peanut butter jars out, and he's like banging on the top of it to keep time. Yeah, I, it just sounds dreadful. He's do, what now? So okay, he's doing him and his ukulele are doing political songs or oh, something, right? It just sounds. I mean, did, did you write this machine kills fast fascists in really small letters on it because it's a ukulele. <laughs> on its ukulele, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't get excited about this. I, and like I said, I really, I really like Milo. I just, uh, I don't know that political songs are his strong point. I don't know. Maybe at some point I'll hear this, but I'm certainly not going to go out of my way to hear it. Yeah, talk about the ultimate vanity project, right? Like, imagine being some young guy and going into Fat Rack. Hey, I want to play my ukulele and do a song. They're like, fuck off. <laughs> well, yeah, see, that is the advantage of being a legend. If you want to make a record, somebody will take a chance on it. So, Legend, eh? Legend? Really? That guy? That guy? Like the freaking Van Halen of punk. What are you talking about? I, I really think they are that big. I think they're one of the... They're almost like a Mount Rushmore punk band, definitely. You are mental. Okay, whose catalog is better, theirs or Black Flag? Because I know you'd say, oh, Black Flag, definitely. Yeah, Black Flag, definitely. Oh, come on. Definitely. One thing, Black Flag sullied their, their, sullied, they sullied themselves. <laughs> they like, soiled themselves. <laughs> like five years ago, that was horrible. Yeah, I agreed, agreed. But you can't take away, you can't take away the the first EPs and the singles and the and the first couple of albums. I mean, you can't take that away. And I mean, it was well, it was game changing, right? But stuff with eighty four, eighty five with around the clunky Black Sabbathy stuff. Come on, oh, I mean, it was okay. No, but it get, wasn't. No, I'll give you they recorded some shit, but their first stuff is was game changing. It changed the whole what but, punk rock was. Because uh, I agree, the Nervous Breakdown EP, four songs, seven inch, 
is some of the very, very best punk rock, untouchable, ever recorded. But, I mean, it's six minutes. That's fine. That's all you need. That's it? Undamaged is the first side of Damaged is fantastic. Everything turned everything turned black is I like fantastic. It. I like damaged a lot, but the sound is so bad. Everything that, everything turned black. That that compilation is fantastic. I mean, all that early stuff is amazing. You know, like I said, game changing. And the Descendants were just a nice pop punk band. That's it. Oh, I lost. Tom, come back. No. I have to agree to disagree. But no, you can no, you can't. No, I get. You, I'm not. I'm not taking that. I know all some of the bands you like. You couldn't say the Descendants of Mount Rushmore. I don't know. I, I just, I, I think they are close to it. I don't know. I mean, it might be in your top 10. But Rushmore, it, Mount Rushmore had like eight heads. There you go. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, we, we talk about the, the big the big three of punk rock of all time are the Ramones and the Clash and the Pistols. Well, we did our, we did our, um, our own Hall of Fame, right? And the Descendants certainly yeah, weren't in it. We put, I can't remember what we put in there. We put in Ramones, Clash, the Damned, or do we do four? No, we did Ramones, Clash, Damned, Sex Pistols, Dead Boys. Oh, Dead Boys. Yeah, I think we did the five. Oh, Buzzcocks did not get in the first round, huh? I don't think so. I don't think we put the Buzzcocks in the. That's fine. They could go in. They could go in second round, though. That's fine. I I mean, they'd be fine with that too, because they only formed after seeing the Pistols, right? So. When did our first episode? When did our first episode actually get put out? Of this, um, I think early November, I think. Early November, so we're not quite at a year yet. No. We're getting very close. No. Yeah, very and, close. Uh, it's funny because, well, should I play another song? <laughs> well, didn't, you just changed change topics randomly right no, there. I was gonna say, we've been at it for almost a year, and we, we got a really negative comment, really our first super negative comment. We made it almost a year. And yeah, I, well, and it, it wasn't it wasn't even that negative really right well that's because it was directed towards me <laughs> no but even so i mean that's there's like, a lot there's a lot of reasons for for that but okay well do you want to play a song first and then we'll uh i'll tell you what why don't you play that gg song that you were going to play and then we can talk about it okay cool so i feel like us not playing a gg allen song for the six number 69 dirty show was definitely an oversight um i mean i wanted to play like I just I was listening to him and I, I I do enjoy it for the most part, but it's it's so filthy and it's like, you know, pro pedophile songs are still a little uh, on the. <laughs> yeah, even we draw a line somewhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but you know, I was you know when we talked to Joe Queer, he said something I never heard anybody else say before, and that was that he thought Gigi was a really talented guy. And if you listen to the early Gigi Allen stuff before he decided to go total shock rock. It was really pretty good. He did like a poppy, new wavy, punk rock type style. And we're going to play one of those songs. And I think when we finally do our 69 part do, and I play like Expose Yourself to Children, you're gonna, you won't be able to believe that it's the same guy that did this song. So this is Gigi Allen, Don't Talk to Me.
right. That was a surprise to everybody, wasn't it? You were all expecting some filth, and instead you got kind of a almost like a power pop song, right? Um, it well, surprised the hell out of me. I'd never heard it before. Had, you were pretty impressed, right? I was. Um, so that was Gigi Allen and the Jabbers, it said, or something. So that must have been... I know we had a lot of backing bands in his time, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Back, back bands, I guess, don't like to have feces thrown at them. <laughs> Bunch of wimps. It's funny because this thing just came out, and it was Jello Biafra wrote this thing, you know, as, as he's supposed, as he's inclined to do, and it was comparing Trump to Gigi Allen. In, and in what way? I, I I don't know. I can only read a little bit of it. I, I'm so disappointed in Jello. Because I've always liked Jello as a rule, and I of course love the Dead Kennedys, but his po- politics have become so like center left that it's just I, I don't know. I, you know, listen, I understand it's 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 not punk to support an orange freak like Trump, but I just I, I'm having a hard time with feeling that that supporting a guy who's been in government for 47 years is is particularly punk either. But so going going back to what we were just talking about before, uh, Dead Kennedys or Descendants. Who would you put on the Mount Rushmore? I'd rather listen. In general, I'd rather listen to the Descendants, but I do because once again, Dead Kennedy's first album is so good, and there was a lot of good stuff after that, but nothing ever touched that first album. True. And by the time they got to like Frankenstein in the mid '80s, it was like, you know, it had all the irritatingness of Jell's voice, but didn't really have the great music. Yeah, it didn't have the full great songs. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's I don't I don't know but, but you know I like all the albums I have all the Dead Kennedys albums and I do respect Jello a lot I just I'm sort of disappointed with where with punk aligning with sort of mainstream politics so anyway that's my little my little rant for today now here's my other rant before you get into your you know why don't people put away their shopping carts or <laughs> I, I slippers with my feet are cold rant you know you um, know what else really annoys me yeah no go on go on <laughs> yeah, I, it's hard to say deal hard to say. <laughs> No, we, we, we <laughs> this this comment was uh, on on the, regarding the interview we did with uh, Jay Prozac, which was a lot of fun, and you know we talked to him for a long time and talked about a lot of stuff. And I know this was directed towards me just because I handled review. Neither of us really knew him very well, but I probably had a little more knowledge of it. So it's just the way it works out sometimes. And uh, the yeah, guy I didn't know him at all. Said, yeah. I basically said, you know, the guy basically said one guy, and once again, I said I wasn't going to quit swearing, but I don't have the exact quote because I, I, he apparently deleted his message. He said one of the hosts talks way too fucking much and talks over everybody, and it makes it really aggravating to listen to. Yes, that was on so, our, that was on our Facebook page. This young man decided to uh, post that. Yeah, yeah it was. It, but it raises two questions. It, well, here's the thing: we don't see each other when we record. You and I don't see each other. We don't see our guests. No, we don't know the so, Skype, right? Yeah. So there is a certain, and they do have cameras, but we don't use them. It takes them too much bandwidth and creates other problems. So there is issues with stepping on each other's toes. You know, and you and I, when it's just the two of us, I think we have a pretty good give and take. Yeah. But when we have a third person on, it's a little trickier. And, um, you know, nature abhors a vacuum. If there's a, a pause, you know, one of us is going to try to fill it and, you know, a lot of times it's me. So I will say that I, I've actually listened to some of the old. Oh. <laughs> I myself going, shut up. Let the man talk. So I've tried to get better about that. And this will be a good reminder. And I will do that again. Meanwhile, the guy who left this constructive crit- criticism, and I'm air quoting, was like super aggressive. 
as if like <laughs> angry, like we owed him something. <laughs> and it's that typical internet thing that we talked about. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been listening to Spotify all, all week. Cause I've had a, a you know, I said I had a week at work or I've had a lot of time to listen to music. And a lot of times I'm like, Oh, I'm going to try something that's been recommended or I hadn't heard before. And I'll get two songs in and I'll be like, you know, this is not for me, but you know what I don't do? Go to their Facebook and say, your, your band's all right, but your singer's voice sucks. I mean, what, you know, what, why do men start fires? Isn't that a Minutemen? Uh, something like that, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that a, I don't know. But, but, you know, it's just, I don't know. Well, that would have been, you know what, and that was my take on it, too, because you were worried that I was going to go off on the guy. And well, so yeah, uh, I said Neil a message as soon as I read this and said, Neil, don't go, don't, don't, just ignore it. Just ignore it. <laughs> Because the first instinct, and mine too, is to lack. Well, the th- here's the thing. So you go over and say, well, what have you contributed to this? Kill yourself, you know? Well, well, here's the thing. So, I mean, yeah, okay, valid point. I could see if you were listening to an interview with someone you wanted to hear an interview with, and the host keeps talking over that person. Yeah, that yeah. could that could I mean, be annoying. It's fine. But, so tell us that. There's no need to get so fucking aggro immediately about it. And like yeah. it, make it out like it's the worst thing that's ever happened to you. You know, you just say, "Hey, next time you might want to think about, you know, letting the letting the thing breathe a bit and letting the guy talk." But the thing he doesn't realize, and you kind of explained it, but with Skype, if there's any kind of interruption in the in the um in the flow in the internet flow at all, the call it drops for a second and then it buffers and then it comes back like twice as fast. And you'll hear what happened with Tom sometimes. Um, you you. You've all heard that, I'm sure. And, and so that makes it very difficult in an interview because sometimes Tom wouldn't have been talking over him. It was just that Skype dropped and then he came back at double speed when it when it was done buffering and uh, and then it came out while Jay was talking. So that's pretty much all that was. So, um, yeah. Oh. But no need to be quite when so I, accurate next time. When I, yeah, you were, oh, I forgot to say, you were banned from listening to the show, so don't worry about it. You were banned, <laughs> and your children are banned, and your children's children. I guess well, no, no, you know what, you know, no, you know what? If your great-grandchildren want to listen, I guess they can. No, you know what? He pulled the, he pulled the comment, so maybe he was embarrassed, he, maybe he had a bad day, and he realized he was kind of an ass, and he pulled it. Maybe that's, maybe it's fine. Maybe he is allowed to maybe, listen to maybe, it, Tom. Maybe Neil resisted the urge to go re- argue with him online, and then doxed him, or swatted him. <laughs> 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 the cops should show up his house and shoot him. <laughs> but anyway. What do you say? You murked him? Is that what the kids say these days? Wasn't it swatting where you like call the police and like give them an address and <laughs> tell them that somebody's been kidnapped or something? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah you don't want to do that these days, man. You can have a whole nother. I don't know, you know, when we were kids, and, you, know, you know, you wanted to screw somebody up. You just would, you know, put a bag of dog shit on their front porch, light it on fire, and then they come out and stomp on it and they get dog shit all over your shoe. Now you're like trying to get people shot by cops and stuff. I, I don't know. Oh, you order a pizza for them or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. It, take was that. All, it was all Never innocent always. back in the day. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, you know, we had our share of other things, but I don't know. You want me to play something? Yeah, play something. All right, so talking, we were talking Black Flag, so I'm going to play actually a later Black Flag song. I mean, this is Uh, this is mid period, right? This is third album, Um, but this is I tell you the truth, this is the only song on this album that I can stand. I have it. I bought it when it first came out, and. I played it, and I was like, "Why are these songs getting to be like nine minutes long?" I don't I really. I think it has other good songs on it. I'm gonna look it up. Oh, it's good. Black Coffee. 
Um, yeah, Which is but the bar. Uh, yeah, but anyway. So I'm gonna play uh, "Slip It In" by uh, Black Flag off the off the album "Slip It In."
there black flag slip it in um that's a pretty that's a pretty long song for us actually isn't it it is yeah well it's funny because okay i'm trying to remember who the singer was on that i want to say it was like one of the women who went on to be was it kira the bass player so you think someone either either tom just got murked by that guy or he's having the skype problem again Well, it's funny. I, when I listen to this this show, Neil, the thing that irritates me the most is like the technical dropouts, and I don't, and I'm not. It's because of the, I don't know if it's because the internet, you know, spotty internet, or we're recording during peak masturbation hours or what. But it does seem like well, Skype a lot just of... ca- Skype just caches. So we'll tell you what. What we'll try and maybe do next time. It's just me and you. We will try. Let's try and record over Zoom because we have that unlimited. That will do unlimited for two people. So let's try and do it over Zoom next time and see how that works out. All right. Or we can do like uh, I can have an empty tin can and you can have an empty tin can and we can run a, a rope between them. <laughs> no, I'm blaming I'm blaming Microsoft is what I'm doing. I'm just all right because I think if it if it's if it senses any uh, any any interruption at all, it just it just drops and caches immediately. So it's uh it's an issue. But anyway, yeah. So did did you like that Black Flag album? Um, I did. I I mean I I think it's better than a lot of them from that era. It's still got the Duke on it, Chuck Dukowski. Yeah. Um, after he leaves, I think the quality, like he was, I think the. And he's gone again. They brought him in, and they brought him in as you know a singer, and I think he was. Uh, dang wow. it! Am I back? Yeah, that's my back. It's just yeah, it's bad tonight. Or maybe I've, you know what? Maybe it's because isn't isn't there a debate right now or something? Maybe oh, that's everybody's some, streaming. Everybody, maybe it's everybody's yeah. streaming. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But no, I was gonna say the, the you know Rounds was very young when he when he got brought on to sing for Black Flag, even though that was like eighty one, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I know you know Gin was the boss, obviously. Um, but I think Chuck Dukowski was the other guy that could kind of keep Greg Ginn in check. Mm-hmm. So I think once he left, I think it went even more off the rails. And they were huge potheads. They were just you know they were they were into different things. But yeah, um, so yeah, Black Coffee's good. Rats. Eyes, rats, eyes. Yeah, it was the bars was okay. You're not evil was really. Yeah, I, I turned it off by then. Yeah, seven minutes long. God, it's funny. Discogs has got this all wrong. It's got the order of the albums completely wrong, which is weird <laughs> for Discogs, right? It's it is. Got, it's got Family Man slip it in and My War. Um, so it's got Family Man second, slip it in third, and yeah, My War was fourth. My War, yeah, My War was second, slip it in was third, Family Man was fourth. Then in my head, and then loose nut, and I saw them on the I saw them in '85 on the loose nut tour, and uh, that was just dreadful. That was see, it's another one though. That loose nut has a couple of great songs on it, but only a couple songs on the album. Yeah, I was gonna say each song is like 25 minutes long. Well, and because uh, like Family Man was still really good. Family Man and Damaged, as far as the LPs go, you think? And as far as as far as the EPs go, it's got to be um, Nervous Breakdown and Jealous Again are both great. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'd give you that. Um, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm stating the obvious, but yeah. Did I, I did I meant did I ever talked about the uh, the time I saw them in Manchester in like eighty? I would have been home, so that would have been probably summer eighty four. No, I don't uh, think so. They played a very 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 small club in Manchester called the Gallery, and um, they <laughs> it was funny. Um, it was in the summer. And Nick Heist was the band. Oh man, they they'd be good on one of our censored shows. Did you ever yeah. hear the band Nick Heist? 
Yeah, it was like some of their roadies or something. It was right? some of the roadies, and they have some absolutely disgusting songs. Um, well, I mean, is, isn't I mean, I assume Nig is like uh, the shortened racial slur, right? Or am I wrong? Oh, that? I don't know. I don't know what. Maybe, maybe that's. I've never really got into that, even though I did buy their album for some reason. Maybe it's German or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it sounds German, right? Um, so they came on first, and you know, Black Flag, known to be a lot of people hadn't didn't know Black Flag in England yet. They really did in '84. It was early. And so they were already not, not really that great by then, but okay. Yeah. Right. But so small club. And so we had a lot of skinheads there and a lot of like hardcore, like crass type punk rock types. Mm. And imagine Nick Heist coming on. They have a song. Excuse me, everybody. They have a song called tight little pussy. (laughs) And so these punks were just absolutely like aghast in the front row. Huh? Yeah. And so all the songs, all the songs are disgusting like that. I, th- I think, yeah, I think the thing had a pair of panties on his head the whole time. And uh, the punks did not know what to make of any of it. They were just completely confused. Yeah, we would have just laughed. Um, so so was that like shaved head rounds or was that long hair No, rounds? it was long. And, that, and that's the next thing. So they go off and the crowd doesn't know what to make of it. And then Black Flag come on and Rollins, you know, all he's got is his little pair of gym shorts on. You know, he's bare-chested, barefoot. He's got his long hair. He just looks like a fucking maniac. And uh, they didn't they, they didn't know, they, the crowd did not know what to make of it. I thought it was a fantastic, fantastic show because, like I said, it was a really small place. But uh, the skinheads, once skinheads shouted out, get your knob out for some reason at Henry. Hmm. <laughs> so, oh, it would have been easy wearing those little shorts. Yep. You just had to pull the elastic out. Yeah, but it, they, were, they were touring my war um, when I saw them. Hmm. So uh, that was actually really, really good. Um, yeah, it was one of those shows I will never, never forget in this so, tiny place. You know, I, I talk about the only time I saw Black Flag was with Mike Blaley singing. Oh dear. That's and shame. it was just okay. It was yeah. just okay. Yeah. And, but I saw Flag, which was Keith Morris, Chuck Tukowski, uh, Bill Stevenson, Stephen Egerton, and, 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 uh, Dez. Mm-hmm. And they they're fantastic. I don't know if they're I don't think they're still playing, but they were they are fantastic. That I mean that definitely has the spirit of you know trying to get the spirit of the early Black Flag as opposed to Greg Ginn's Black Flag, which is a hippie jam, a hippie punk jam band. So anyway, you probably know Mike Blaley from his skating days, I assume. I do. Yeah, he was used to be a kind of hero of mine because he was really? like a, yeah he was like a hard ass. He tried. He was one of those don't take any shit kind of guys. He went into he did a, had some stuff in pro wrestling. Then he tried some ice hockey stuff. He was a, he was like a brawler. He was known as a fighter. So hmm. he was always like fighting security guards and shit like that. Hmm. In fact, I think there's some YouTube videos of him like fighting security guards who tell him to you know get out of wherever he's skating. He was one of those kind of guys. He's not anymore, but he's uh, yeah he was a he was always a hero of mine. Um, so to, when I saw them in Lansing, I was talking to some of the local skaters, and mm-hmm. he was at the local skate local skate park skating for Black Flag played. Yeah, super nice guy. I mean, the opposite of Henry Rollins, right? Who wouldn't have anything to do with any of the fans before a show ever? So I, I did not get a chance to talk to him. Like I, said, I actually talked real briefly with Greg Ginn and thought he was a real gentleman, even though the rumors about him being a jerk off are legendary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no one's really got much good to say about him, do they? Yeah, I thought he was all right. So it took uh, five minutes to talk to me. So, so, so I'm just looking at Nick Heist on, on Discogs. Um, so yeah, but those albums are valuable. Then nobody's ever repressed them, right? Yeah, I, I think I threw mine away. Um, 
But why is that? You got I, pr- pressure by a girlfriend or something? It's got a. It, the picture on the cover is like a really bad sketch of like a like a ventriloquist dummy getting the blowjob. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> and some of the so you songs. threw it away. I don't remember what I did with it, but I don't. Probably have worth it. like two hundred bucks on this guy. I don't have right? it. It probably is actually. I don't have it anymore. But some of the songs, uh, "Love in Your Mouth," yeah, TLP, title of pussy. Um, <laughs> if she ever comes, hot muff, balls of fire, <laughs> <Wow>. woman driver, <laughs> whore pleaser. <laughs> so wow. yeah, you can see what kind well, of. If we uh, ever, if we ever get to episode w- number one hundred sixty nine, I guess I'll we'll play that up. Huh? Yeah, but you know, you've never seen anything until you've seen like hardcore punks who were looking completely shocked at uh, at a band that's playing. It's uh, made, it made my night. I thought that was hysterical. It's funny, man. They were punk in the eighties was very puritanical, wasn't it? It yeah. I mean, it still is, right? I mean, geez, it still is. But then, especially well, but now, I, it's now it's like just insanity yeah but especially the crass the crass crowd right some of those some yeah. of those folks they would that would have been the last thing in the world they were probably expecting they were probably and expecting then, some like american version of crass or something and that's and not that what they straight got edge, that like that dc straight edge crowd which was you know obviously spawned rounds and i mean as far as i know rounds is you know had an active sex life but he definitely came from that tight ass scene well that's interesting actually isn't it you never hear anything about rollins in that in that way no a lot of those guys though you know like they've been very good at you know ian mckay like has a band with his wife yeah unfortunately yeah yeah i I didn't say a good band but he has a band with his wife um so we or partner or whatever so you kind of know about his partner but like rollins yeah you don't know anything about rollins like glenn danzig you never you know never know anything about you know, is I don't think ever been married or I don't know, whatever. He's married to Satan. That's why. I mean, you know, the internet's <laughs> kind of ruined a lot. Yeah, the internet's kind of ruined a lot of that stuff because it was always kind of cooler when there was a little bit of mystery around people. You know. Oh, agreed. Yeah, I agree with you there. Now it's like, well, I'm friends with Glenn Danzig on Facebook, and here's a picture of him going out and buying cat litter. Here's a picture of him with his sister-in-law at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Did missed it? Demystify everybody. Yeah, which is interesting. I guess. I guess so. You want to play something? Is it my turn again? Sure. Yeah, I just played Black Flag, remember? Yeah, that's right. Um, so, so I think we will get to all of our songs. So let's play a let's play a really good Black Flag song. Hold on. Uh, who, hold, on who, who, hold on a second. Before you hold that thought, who was Dale Nixon? Okay, Dale Nixon was Greg Ginn's alter ego when he played bass. So he played bass on uh, My War. That's interesting. Did he play in my war? That's what it says in Discogs. Yeah, it says the old Nixon played bass. Yep. Had Dukowski already left by the time that his sort of vision was complete? But I, I know, I know, he played on. Yeah, Dale Nixon is Greg Ginn. He played bass in some of the stuff. I know he played after Kira left again. I didn't realize there was like a because I think Kira only played on one or two albums. She's she's dead now, right? Oh, is she? Uh, damn, I don't know. I don't I think know. so. I think she is, but I think I remember seeing that somewhere. Wow, it always come it all comes full circle. She's married to uh Mike Watt from the Minutemen. Mm. How about that, huh? You know, we were talking about the Minutemen Minutemen earlier and I was talking about how I'm not really a huge Minutemen fan. I saw Mike Watt oh a couple years ago, Mike Watt and the Second Men. Okay. Which is his, his touring band now. He's played with the Stooges, he's played with I mean he's he's kind of become like the go to like old punk bass player. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't have anything to get against Mike Watt. Seems like a seems like a nice enough guy. You know, I don't I don't. And my my whole thing with the Minutemen, it's not personal. I just I just don't dig it. You know, I just don't dig the style. No, oh, actually, that when I was just telling you about that when I saw Black Flag in '85, um, in in Champagne, um, the Minutemen opened up for him. So. Even though I never liked them, I did get to see them. So I guess that's something. My, uh, I don't want to take my bandwidth to Google Kira, but for next time. Well, so anyway, she, let's. She I'm was sorry. on. She was actually played. She was on Slip It In. She was in my head. She was on Loose Nut. So she played on most of those later like albums. albums. Okay. Yeah. All right. But we're gonna play some good Black Flag now. Not that Slip It In's bad. It's just obviously it doesn't Different, even sound yeah. like it doesn't even sound like the same band we're gonna play now. So let's play Nervous Breakdown. I can't believe we haven't played this. I seriously. If I had to pick the 10 best punk rock songs of all time, this this has to be on the list. Black Flag, Nervous Breakdown, the first single. Flag. Hopefully you've all heard that before. Nervous breakdown. 1979, I think. 1979, yeah. And man, if you can get the first press of that, holy smokies, you're talking about some big money for that guy, right? I mean, that was a hardcore record. I mean, that was, you know, that was punk becoming that, you know, the Southern California hardcore. That was it, man. Oh, so good. I mean, we are talking. There's two on. There's two. The first press, which is easy to tell because the lettering is different on the first press. Um. Fifteen hundred dollars, two thousand dollars. Those are the two that are up there. But how much is shipping? <laughs> Three ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got to get insurance on that one. Yeah. So I mean, you can buy any number. Like it's been repressed many, many, many times. So you can buy one. You know, even the I think even the second version where it went to like the regular black flag logo. Um, I don't even think that one is 
is that much it's like a, maybe a hundred bucks or something like that for that one but that for that very very first one but it doesn't have the real black flag it doesn't even have the bars yet um really yeah that's that's fifteen fifteen hundred dollars right there fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars yeah so an sst but more or yeah. less it's more or less consistently been in print for the last 40 years yeah 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 i mean you could still i think buy it from sst now yeah yeah i think still yeah i think it's like and it's funny because i love the I love the way that record sounds. Those later era Black Flag albums had the worst clunky production. And that first one that was so warm and so overdriven. And then later, I never, you know, I'm, I'm so irritated with Greg Ginn that he hasn't, you know, those uh, Husker Du albums, the Black Flag albums, they're, they're due for a remaster. Yeah, they definitely sound, could see that. They actually, one of the few, those, those albums actually sound so much better on vinyl. It's like, well, they just didn't do anything with them. They're just anyway. Those that those records are so great. They should be cherished, not just locked up in a vault, which is what he seems to do with them. Anyway, so it was rant. nervous breakdown and then jealous again. And yep. Six pack, right? Six, I don't know. Six pack's great too. I mean, geez. But yeah, uh, you know, Keith Morris only sang on those four, you know, the, those four songs, and I think there was some stuff later on some of the compilation albums, but that was the only official Keith Morris release. Hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Yes. It's like, oh, and TV Party, of course. Jeez, I can't, how can I forget TV Party? Yeah. Those are all, all those EPs are great. Yeah, they are. So. Indeed. Indeed. So, so, yeah, man. So, I'm coming to see you here uh, next weekend. Yep. So, here, here's the, here's the big question, right? The big question. Yeah. Are we paying $150 for the Go and See Peg Boy? That's the question. So yeah, so if three of us go, it's almost a hundred, or it's almost fifty bucks a piece. Yes. Um, my vote is still yes, but you know, it's one of those things. If you guys, I, you know, my pal Scott's going with me, and I guess it's majority rules. Um, I See, still think I want to do it just because I think it's going to be the definitive twenty twenty experience. Agreed. But it also seems sort of sucky. So here's the thing. So well, that's the that's the that's the deal breaker. Well, I well my my things are a it's a a good hour drive from my house, maybe an hour and a half, depending on traffic. Fifty two minutes. I googled it. And what happens if it's raining? Then we have to sit in the car. We sit in the car and have the windows up and watch a <laughs> band <laughs> watch a band on a stage for 150 well, bucks if that happens we might as well leave the car running take a length of hose hook it up to your tailpipe and just run it back through the window <laughs> i mean literally right we're sitting there so for got... like three hours with the when the wind is up <laughs> with the car yeah. getting steamy i mean what the hell yeah i suppose we could wait and see what the weather looks like it's going to be and if it's going to be like a nice you know it's been so last week was miserable weather here and uh, this week's been very nice. I mean, not warm, not hot, you know, mid-60s, but sunshine, nice nice days. Dude, I heard it's supposed to be 80 um, on Saturday. Well, I mean, if it's supposed to be really nice the, during the week, the, you know, next weekend, that helps. Well, it can turn on, it can turn on a, this time of year, though, right? It can turn on a hat, you know, or a drop we, of a hat, that's the saying. We, um, I mean, can we buy beer there? Well, that's another thing. I don't know. It says you can't I mean, bring you know, beer like, in, but it doesn't if, say that you can't. It, I mean, it's in a parking lot. So, how are they serving beer in a parking lot? What are you gonna do? Go through your car? I I don't know. Okay, well, that's another question. So, your car. What what car are you driving down in? 
did you say that Scott no, has a really nice big truck or something? It, well, no, we'll t- I, it will. I'll bring my wife's car because it's big. Okay. For the purpose of the going to the driving show. Okay, that's cool. So if it is raining and stuff, we can all just lie down and take a nap. That'll be good. <laughs> Exactly. Or like I said, leave the car running and hope the exhaust fumes get in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and once again, of course, if I'm you know an hour from your place, I can't really imbibe too much. And can I buy beer? I mean, am I am I, am I breaking out my uh my flask? I mean, I'll try and find out some more information. I'll maybe email them or something like that because we have to know because it it is a lot of money if it's just sitting yeah, sitting in a car for three hours not drinking. I wouldn't be opposed, you know, that's more than it would cost at a club. But honestly, if it was a small club, like a Liars Club or a Beat Kitchen or something, I I wouldn't, It 50 bucks wouldn't stop me from going. But it's so much different experience, right? Yeah, we're going to be sitting in a car watching people on this stage, right? Seeing, seeing Jake Burns at a small club, seeing, seeing uh, you know, all these bands at a small club, you know, it wouldn't cost 50 bucks. It'd probably be. 20 and it would be a small club and they'd be standing right in front of you right yeah exactly yeah i I don't know like i said i unfortunately i could be talked out of it but if we don't do that then all we're doing is drinking and record shopping (laughs) yeah scott scott will be delighted that 50 dollars will probably save us 100 (laughs) (laughs) well we're going to be doing record shopping either way true yeah true so man, I don't know. I mean, I was I, I was on, I was on the page. I was gonna pull the trigger on the ticket, and I'm like, I don't know. Especially, and it annoys me too. So it's you know, it's hundred and whatever it is to get in, and then it's like, well, if you want the first couple of rows, it's an extra twenty five bucks, and if you want to get in early to pick out your spot in the first two rows, then it's an extra twenty five bucks again, and it's like, Jesus Christ, what are you, nickel and dime me to death here, you know? Well, and I would think that, yeah, we would want to probably pay for the premium area, but I wouldn't, that early entry stuff, eh, it's a scam. Well, and they're like, yeah, you can you can bring like a lawn chair or whatever and sit in front of your car. Well, if you're sitting in front of your car and there's another like big van in front of you, you're not going to be able to see a goddamn thing. <laughs> right? True. So, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know someone who went to who went to one of these things a couple of weeks ago. One, one of my workmates went to see uh, the turd out of Wilco. Um Yep, so how what did he say? He really enjoyed it, but you know, he likes class, classic rock and shit like that, so I don't know. He doesn't he have the same not close to the bands. Right. He doesn't have the same kind of gig going experience as we do when we go and see a you know, a band in a small club. So it might have seemed normal to him to be watching a band on the big screen, you know what I mean? Because I think they'll have screens up, right? Yeah. And I don't want to go see I mean, Jesus. I don't want to see the band see that. will be playing. It's not like like a lot of these bigger bands are doing just like these either simulcast or pre-recorded. Right. Like Metallica did their big drive-in movie theater thing. It was pre-recorded. Fat Wreck did their weekend at Fatty's thing. It was pre-recorded. Yeah, fuck All man. these bands that don't need the money. Hey, where'd you stand on that whole holo- uh, I was going to say Holocaust, hologram thing? Was I'm against like... the Holocaust, Neil. Thanks for asking. <laughs> no, someone who died and they do a concert with them in a, with a hologram I, or something, I right? I can't imagine going to see that. Right? I mean, who was, who was some of the famous ones? Dio, right? Didn't they did yep, do a Dio, Dio one? Um, like Roy Orbison, I think. That's right. Amy Winehouse's scumbag prick of a dad was going to do that with Amy. <laughs> I mean, You're just... holding up Tupac, aren't you? Jesus. It's just the worst um, thing ever. But uh, who who was I mean, it? That... Most, if, of course, they're all dead. That'd just be a video. Because <laughs> that ones you're talking about, they actually have a live band. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Which is bizarre because I, I saw the the Dio one. I didn't see the show, but I saw the and it's just like Dio was like four feet tall. He was a freaking troll. I mean, a midget. You know, <laughs> I lived under a bridge. It, exactly. <laughs> Unlike you, he wasn't afraid to cross him. <laughs> oh, I was a fucking cheap shot. <laughs> but you know, there's just these normal six foot tall guys playing their guitar, and they make Dio like looks like this ten foot tall. He looks as freakishly tall as he was short before. Well, I think Adam said this on the regular Punk News podcast. I think it was him. He said, if they're going to do that, and it's a hologram, fuck, make him 100 feet tall. <laughs> like, giant deal. And at the end. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know, I've, I've learned in 2020 to never say never because we're still debating going to see a parking lot show. Yeah. But I, I just can't imagine... You know, maybe with a clash could do it, right? That'd be the one, right? Like you, you pull off a, you know, Joe Strummer hologram and the rest of the guys play live. Would you go see that? No, because I saw the clash. I don't know. I have no need to do that. I just, I, I just don't know what the, you know, I, I don't know the the price they charge for some of these concerts now. I'm not sure I would pay if they resurrected the original. <laughs> you know, let's just be being a cheapskate, I guess. They dug him up. <laughs> exactly. Reincarnate the Ramones. I'd probably go see that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. I guess. So, so anyway, yeah, Pegboy, Bull Weevils. I mean, it's nice. Not a bad. If it was a regular show, if it was like a Reggie show or something like that, fuck yeah, twenty five bucks. Be there in a heartbeat. Pegboy, Peg Bull Weevils, Jake Burns. Yeah, definitely. Oh, wonder what Jake Burns does. I'm actually sort of curious about that. Is it just like, does he have a band or is it just him with an acoustic Dude, guitar? Dude, it's going to serve us right if he comes out with a ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> here's my here's my latest uh, political stuff. <laughs> Me and my ukulele. <laughs> that would be great. It would be great and terrible at the same time. 78. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> News per minute. 78. Uh, I don't know. We might actually have a, a link to uh, one. You know, I put out the call last time or a couple of episodes ago. If anyone had a link to Jake so we could get him on the show, we might actually have one. So that would be awesome. If I could get him on the show, that would be a, a try not to be a to be a fanboy about it. You could you could translate for me. <laughs> no, I think he's lived in this country long enough. He's lived in here like 20 years, I think. So I think it will be. I think it'll be fine. That will be a really interesting thing, though, to talk about is early years in Belfast during the Troubles and stuff when you were literally taking your life in your hands to go across town to, you know, try and go to a show or whatever, try and go mm. to see a gig. If any Americans really know about what was life was like in Belfast in the 70s, you know. I mean, we had a vague idea, but. He could tell us all about it, but just be yeah. like Detroit, right? Yeah, like or like modern day every city. Or what people think Chicago is like. Like modern day Seattle. Yeah. So what's your next song, you? Uh what song should I play? Um I am I gonna still have, I still have one more left. Yep. You do. That's you your have two? No, yeah, no, I have two. Have... Yeah. So I'm gonna do so okay, so I'm gonna do um in this, in the uh, patriotic thing that we're talking about, I'm gonna do uh, the classic social unrest song, "Red, White, and Blue."
Social unrest, red, white, and blue. They were one of those um, unusual. They came out when the you know in the early '80s in the burst of all the hardcore bands that came out from Cali. Uh, but they had a very unusual sound, almost like an industrial type sound, more so than just the straight ahead hardcore. So always had a soft spot for a social unrest. Unusual like band for you. The first thing, first EP. Yeah. the fans out. The early stuff is fantastic, but then they changed singers, and they were still good, but it didn't have the same. Didn't have the same bites as it did with the original singer, I don't think. So I have like a one of those CDs that has like thirty of their songs on it. You would hate it. They, I think they like compiled their entire career on two CDs. Well, they're still going, believe it or not. Are they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how pro- prolific they are, but it still says they're an Probably active, play the occasional local West Coast show. Active band, yeah. I think they. It, it never never ceases to amaze me. Of course, now there's no shows, and California's going to be the last ones to start getting shows again. But when you look at like these older punk bands still kicking in LA, like on a Saturday night in in San Pedro or something, you still can go see you know Stalag Thirteen and Ill Repute and uh, Blast and and uh, you know Social Unrest on a bill somewhere. Dude, that sounds awesome. <laughs> it is, but it's crazy. But it's it is. But I mean, it's just the way it is. These guys are all yeah. they're all geezers. They're all friends. You know, they still play together. But yeah, you don't see that in. Chicago, let alone Grand Rapids, you know, it just doesn't doesn't happen. But that's all right. You can see Jeff Pizzotti in his uh, Raccoon show. That'll be good. Exactly. Um. So I was talking about new stuff. What what new stuff have you either bought or what have you been listening to recently? That's new. Been listening to anything good that you can uh, turn the listeners on to? I haven't been listening to it. Oh, oh. There actually there's a couple of things I've been listening to, both very political. Um. And I know one of them I shared with you, and you weren't as keen on it as I am. But there's a new uh, a new Pirates Press band, and actually the singer comes from Blast. So there you go, uh, it all ties it up, right? Yeah, they're called Seized Up, mm-hmm. and they play like a super shouty hardcore, political hardcore. And the name of their album is called Brace Yourself, and I'm liking that a lot. And I'm listening to another EP, which I've and and I'm this I'm I'm reviewing these for Punk News. So uh, the other uh, EP that I've been enjoying. Is by a band called, um, they're DEA. What are they? Oh, Dead End America. Oh, no, wow. Okay, that's a good name. There's a great pagan song. I know you've learned of the pagans only recently, but I, <laughs> I love the pagans. Been around for, they were in the late seventies from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But they had a great song called Dead End America. But I don't know if they're saying Dead End America after the song or if they're like teasing the DEA concept because they're all a bunch of druggies. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. it, it was the band formed by the late uh, Poison Idea drummer, The Slayer Hippie. I don't know if you know who that is, but he was one of, he was kind of like probably the most famous Poison Idea drummer. Don't, but he really, put don't, this, don't really know that much about Poison Idea, to tell you the truth. Oh, I love Poison Idea from Portland. Yeah. 
And I think that sort of hurt them because, you know, they're kind of geographically isolated. But Poison Ideas are a great band. Man, I listened to just today, as a matter of fact, I listened to Field the Darkness. So good. Or was it yesterday? I don't know. Days all blend together. They do. But anyway, yeah, they put out a four a four song. They they call themselves like anti Trump hardcore or something. And it's good stuff. And they it's it's a little heavy, maybe a little too medley for you, but it's man, good stuff. And yeah, so that's Dead in America. They, their EP is called Crush the System or something. I think it's Crush the System. And then that uh, seized up. I've been listening. Those, that's the new stuff I've been listening to. Otherwise, it's been a steady diet of like '80s thrash, like Forbidden and Exodus, and some old '90s favorites like Pink Lincolns and Nobodies, stuff like that. What about you? What you been listening to? Well, you sent me that. Um, oh, let me listen to that seized up thing, and I did. Yep. I, I. It was angry. Um, I just Shouting. it wasn't it wasn't melodic enough for me. Yeah, there so, wasn't much melody. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see, I could see why you would like it, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't for me. I turned it off after like four songs or something. Didn't like it, but I got a new episode. I got a new issue. After I, illegal, I illegally shared a pirated a promo with you, and you were paying me by not liking it. Wasn't that where it's called Pirates Press? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I tell you I what, get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out to them and see if I can get a member of the band one of the members of the band on the show because they're older older guys and we're trying to kind of tap into that little bit older audience so oh so i can on, so i can tell them i don't think their album is very good on, I, kiss her ass. I turned it off after four songs <laughs> um, well, I, I think it would especially be cool to give the singer for blast i know you and i both like blast and yeah. I know you have a little history of them so yeah yeah i'll be <laughs> like i i wrote you a letter in 1985 do you remember me He's like, oh yeah, were you from uh, Southern Illinois? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He sent me some stickers. Here's the stickers on my skateboard. Look. He's like, maybe he's like me, Neil, and he kept a ledger. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, two nope. stickers. I have a notebook. Yeah. Every I, you know that Neil McDougal? Are you? Oh my god. Um. So the new, I got the new episode of what? Go on. I'll pray for you every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> I got the new episode, uh, the new issue of Vive La Rock, and um. One of the reasons I, I mean, I love Viva La Rock. I think it's a great magazine, you know, covers mainly, you know, old punk stuff, but even pre-punk and some 80s stuff. But they also, you know, they also have new reviews in there. And I always find a couple of new things that I want to check out. Um, that's how I found of the cheats, you know, and we, we ended, ended up interviewing Todd Sheet. So um, this She's one. I'm bound to determine to go have a beer with that guy at some point. Oh, for sure. I'm actually wearing my cheats t-shirt right now. The one he sent. Nice. Um, so. There's a new album I saw reviewed in there by the band Resurrects. You probably don't know them, right? Resurrects. They're like a horror punk slash psychobilly band. Um, the singer paints like half his face like a skeleton and has a big green mohawk. Um, good. It's a good stuff. It's the album's called Skeletons. That's brand new, and that's good. So I've checked that out. And then <clears throat> uh, there's a band, pop, uh, power pop band from England called The Speedways. And they got a really good review, nine out of ten stars. And uh, I listened to it, and it is fantastic. Hmm. Um, do you know the Exploding Hearts at all? They were the band from uh, Portland, They're I believe. Portland, from, yeah, you yeah. know, I hear a lot of people talk about them. I never really, I haven't really listened to them. It's a very sad story. So they had one album out that was fantastic, punky power pop type stuff, and then yep. I believe three of the four members died in a yep. van crash. Yep. Um, very sad. Um, but anyway, the Speedways, this newer band from England, they sound just like the Exploding Hearts mm. and uh, fantastic songs. The album is it's called Radio Sounds, and it is so good. In fact, I'm trying to get uh, <clears throat> our friend uh, from Pro Rock to actually release it in the U.S. because they don't seem to have any U.S. distribution. 
So I'm trying to get uh, trying to get our boy to to really trying to use our here. big punk with our big punk <laughs> I die power to uh, exactly. twist some arms. Exactly, yeah. But because yeah, I mean, I've ordered it, but I had to order it from I think somewhere in Germany it, or something. If it doesn't work, we'll call the SWAT team on him. <laughs> SWAT team, what? We were talking about that earlier. You just call and say that somebody mm. was kidnapped at that address and have right. the cops show up. Yeah, I'm sorry, I get confused because we have. Come a on, thing Neil, try to keep up, would you? No, we have a thing called at work called SWAT, a SWAT team. So. That's, it got me confused for a second. I was having a flashback to work. Mm, that's never good. And then there's an Irish band it's, called. Yeah, get some pumps running. Yeah, no <laughs> pumps for me. I don't have to walk in the in the sewers. Um, there's a band from Southern Ireland called Sinners and uh, I'm sorry, called the Sons of Southern Ulster, and they have a new album out called Sinners and Lost Souls, which they also gave nine stars to. So I've tried listening to that. It's pretty tough going. Um, because it's not upbeat like the Pogues. It's very drunk and miserable. Uh, mm. but uh, they get, they say it's a fantastic album, so I'm going to give it another chance. So I'm kind of all over the place. Isn't life too short now to try too hard to like something? I well, I, I tell you what. So it's just put on the cheats record again, or put on you know. Well, the, well, the, and that's why the Speedways thing grabbed me straight away. Because it's an upbeat power pop record, and it's just really like the songs are super catchy, and it's just super well written. And that's what also got me going about the Sewer Rats, who I've told you about, and you, yep. I, I believe I, you listened I, to them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I, I listened to it the first time this week. Yeah, so I mean they're very much the lightweight, very much in the in the mold of like Mast Intruder or you know Teenage Bottle Rocket or something. But because they're German, but you didn't know they were German. No, you can, you can't hear their accent at all. You can hardly tell that their grandfathers were responsible for atrocity. <laughs> Wow, you went there. Wow. <laughs> you know, when they in the album has got they've got a really happy cover of four mice or not rats, I guess, because sewer rats driving in a like a fifty seven Chevy or something. It's a just a really yeah. just a really fun summer record, and uh, I love it. It's 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 going to make my top ten of the year for sure. Interesting. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about our top ten when we do this. We're going to have to, um, I think, do like. We didn't do this last year, but I think we can, you and I can sit down and hash out like the punk till I die top 10. We can each have our own, you know, top 20 or top 10 or whatever, but I think we can actually put out like an official. Yeah, we can. Like between the two of us, I know there's at least like five records that we both love. Maybe yep. it won't be 10 because, you know, they'll always be the outliers. You know, I always have, you know, a thrash band and you always have Morrissey or something like that. But I know there's quite a few that we can. Yep, we can agree on that yeah, for sure. So, and, and, very, that, and that'll be, be interesting. Very, uh, it's going to be something that in years, you know, years coming, people are going to really try to curry favor from us to get on that list. It's going to be very influential. Well, you never know. Maybe it will be. And I tell you what, it'll be different. And I don't diss punk news ever on on the show, but I will diss punk news here. The top, the top, <laughs> the end of the year list are just stupid. I Almost mean, the kids have horrible taste. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, and it's not punk. I mean, none of it is really punk. No, so punk. you know, just the top the top lists are crap. So ours are actually going to be worth paying attention Hipster to. News, I think. Hipsternews.com, Neil. Yeah, yeah. Anything, anything but punk uh, news. And but. there's some. There'll always be some. But I mean, at, at best case scenario, there's some mainstream punk fans. And worst case scenario. I don't think they like punk at all. So yeah, public enemy will get on there or something. Um, but ours will be a you know a punk rock top ten. So there you go. Exactly. So but any, but I mean we did it at the six month time right. We did one already of those. But yep, uh, I can't wait till the end of year one because some things will have come on and some things will have dropped off my list. So well, there's definitely a few. Yeah, there's definitely a, like I said a handful that I know you and I are both crazy about. And we've I mean I don't think they're going to be many of them are going to be a surprise to anybody, but. 
Yeah, because you you love that new uh, My Chemical Romance, and you're going to put that on there. Do they, do they have a new? Uh, they have I don't a, think that, you know. I don't think they do. <laughs> I, think I just made that up. <laughs> I, uh, I, all right. Let me let me play one more song, and then we'll hold that My Chemical Romance thing. We we we're probably getting to the point where we should consider wrapping this sucker up. <laughs> okay. Um. So, Johnny Nash died too. He did. Once again, probably slightly less punk than Eddie Van Halen, but. Most famous for seeing I Can See Clearly, right? Or am I wrong about that? No, you are. That's you are correct. And he was he was one of the first American um artists to actually do reggae or ska. So he actually has a lot of love in the skinhead community, at least the old the OG um sixty nine skinhead community, you know, for doing that. So Well, I always really liked this cover version of it that we're gonna play. And it's funny because I don't think I know they don't play it anymore. But Screeching Weasel famously covered that song on their Boogada 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 album. I think it was Boogada Boogada. Man, now I'm starting to second guess myself. But anyway, I always like the Screeching Weasel cover of it, so let's do that. Okay. I can see really Screeching Weasel. Screeching Weasel, I can see clearly. They go the cover of the Johnny Nash original. Um, Johnny Nash, who died the same see, day as Eddie Johnny, Van Halen. See, I feel like Johnny Nash didn't write that either. We well, might not have done. They might have covered it. I don't. Well, let's look that up, shall we, everybody? Oh, my internet's speeding up a little bit. Okay. Anyway, yeah, my. Uh, um. Yes. <laughs> Amazing! I love it when you lose track like halfway through a sentence. Well, I'm looking at my phone and I'm 
Yeah. It says his hit, his nineteen seventy two hit. I can see clearly now. Well, he sang it, but wow, sold over a million copies. Awarded a gold disc. There you go. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, so, he, 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 his first album had a lot of uh, Shredder, Bob Johnny Nash. Okay, I'm sorry. Yep, sorry. Yeah, you did some rock. You did some early rock steady and ska stuff like '68, '67. Crazy man. Yeah. Bob Marley. Uh, yeah. Well, Bob Marley hmm. was doing ska stuff too back then, and hmm. it says uh, his first al- his album I can see clearly, and it includes four original Marley compositions. Hmm. How about that? And stir it up, which obviously Bob Marley oh, did. Yeah. yeah. That's so. Yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not very knowledgeable about reggae. I mean, I literally know Bob Marley and maybe like you know, Toots and the Maytals and. Mm-hmm. And, no, the, and, the gun, and of course, yeah, he died. Uh, yeah, pretty last month. Yeah, geez, a lot of people died this year. Lucky. Guess that shows we're getting old, huh? Well, no, I just—it's just like, what's the point of being alive? <laughs> wow, it's like 2020. You know, it's just—it's just not that great. It's like, eh. I think it's—I was making the joke, you know. I think—I think the reason Eddie Van Halen died is because so many people were praying for the president to die. That God got irritated and killed Van Halen instead. So, careful what you wish for, people. Hmm. I don't know if it works like that or not, but... Anyway, so, you you were talking about My Chemical Romance, right? They were one of the big bands that were supposed to do their big reunion tour this year. They were headlining Riot Fest. And right, that's right. Out, that's right. That's selling correct, out yeah. arenas at 200 bucks pop. Yeah, yeah. Which is amazing to me, because to me, they haven't even been broken up long enough to get people that excited. But, um, but like, my daughter loves them. She's 19. Yeah, my daughter does too, yeah. And I know your daughter loves him, and you actually have a soft spot for him, right? I think Welcome to the Black Parade was an incredibly well-written album. It's well-written mm-hmm. and well-produced. The songs are the songs are really good. I mean, you know, for what they it are. It reminded me of, like, Queen at their worst. Exactly, I, exactly. I mean, it, it, it's very overblown and very theatrical, but, uh, yeah. Just like Colonel Tom. I mean, it's 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 not my... I, I don't really care for them, Um. I knew I know the Black Parade album the best because I think that's my daughter's favorite. Yeah, but I've been watching, and maybe you have—I don't know what we don't talk about television much, but you know we're living in the golden era of television, and I watched that. We are. Well, of streaming television. Yeah. Okay. But but you know that Gerald Way, Gerard, Gerald Gerard Way, Gerard Way, yeah. So he wrote a or co-wrote a comic book series called The Umbrella Academy. Big famous comic book series, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and uh, my thirteen-year-old daughter and I watched it. There's two seasons of it. We watched the whole thing. So I I might be emo now. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm going to put a picture of me up because uh, I guess there's like a some kind of filter, an Instagram filter or something, that, like an emo filter. And Lydia took a picture of me with emo hair. So it's pretty fucking funny. I'm so put we should it get, some emo, <laughs> get somebody from like Taking Back Sunday or something <laughs> well, uh. well, Well, that's one of the things I was going to say. So about My Chemical Romance. When she plays that, and then she plays some of the other shit, like Taking Back Sunday or some of those other crap bands, yeah. My Chemical Romance are clearly head and shoulders above, you know, some of that other shit. So, doesn't mean I would go see them, but uh, you know, it's all good. It's all good. I'm such a moron. You don't. So, um, <laughs> I'm gonna cut that off right there. I, I can see. I can see clearly was at was on my brain hurts. The greatest screeching weasel album. Oh, okay. On on. Uh, Boogada, 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 they did Let the Sun Shine In. 
Let the sun shine. That's off hair or something, isn't it? One of those hippie ones. Oh, no, no. It's let the sun shine in and take it away. They, but it's they screwed the lyrics all up. Or oh, fixed them. I think you, yeah. You confused me. Never, never lose, so let the sun shine in. I mean, you don't know that song? No. I Like I said, I knew the one that was off hair or one of those hippie. American. American. Uh, yeah, you damn Yanks. What the hell are you doing? Yes. Why don't you play a song? We can let people... Let people off the hook for the week. Sorry, Jason. Um, my friend Jason, who listened to the show, he wanted me to play the new Bomb Turks. And um, cool. Oh no, I'm gonna play it next time because you talking about the Pagans has got me into uh, wanting to play the Pagans. So mm. for those that don't know, Pagans were um early like seventy seven, seventy eight punk band from Please. Cleveland, Ohio, right? Not well known at all, but they're fantastic. So I'm going to do probably their most famous song. Uh, this is What's This Shit Called Love from the Pagans. Saw it in books, I read it on tape. Uh, what's this shit called love by the uh, pagans who were really really good now Tom what do you know about them did they go on to do something else afterwards or I know that Mike Hudson it was I want to say it was the Hudson brothers and I think one of them died young and Mike Hudson just died like last year the year before Um, I guess I'm not really sure what all they did but um, 
The Pagans never really put out a proper album. Right, like right. All the all the albums are just compilations and stuff. So it's almost like but the they, Avengers, right? The same kind of thing. So, so what's the shit called? Love was actually the B side of their very first single, which was called uh, "Street Where Nobody Lives." That's right. Yep. Which was a great song. Uh, but so so once again, my Michigan connection. Whoa! Sorry, was losing. No, I I, <laughs> I was finding the song. I was finding the song and it started playing. Sorry, it was like blasting my eardrums out. Um. So. You know, the Meat Men famously did a lot of covers, mm-hmm. and they there I first heard it from the Meat Men covering it. So, which which and, which song? The uh, what's the uh, shit called? Love streak. Yeah. Oh, street where I live. Okay. No, no. What's the shit called? Love. Okay. It's on, and they sort of you know goofed goofied it up a little bit, but the original is so good. The guitar sound and the way the voice sounds and the way this kind of chugs along at the end after the main verses are done. Anyway, great song. Yeah, it is. It's one of those un- unknown ones so that when, like, you know, old English punk rockers are talking about, oh, nothing good came out of America or whatever, it's because they don't know, right? I mean, shit like this just flew under the radar completely. They're intentionally ignorant, Neil, those people. And no, I get into it with them all the time. They're just ignorant. Well, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're intentionally ignorant. Oh. That's a good name for a band. Potentially ignorant. There you go. Yeah. Another great Another great band name. Lots of oh, but before we go today, we have to yes. mention um our new Australian best friend. Adam. Um yeah, what's his last name? Connolly or something like that, I think. I don't know. Don't make me screw it up. His first I'm name gonna, is Adam. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now. Hold on a second, because I don't want to get this wrong. So he's actually sent us in a whole bunch of um like old uh traditional like punk compilation album covers. You know, like punk and disorderly and stuff like that. Uh, but he, instead of, you know, he's he's redone the album cover, so it says "Punk Till I Die" or whatever. So he's done. He sent us like four of those, and uh, they're all really good. And so I'll actually post them if you, if I don't know if I posted them before, but I will. I'll post them again. Some of them. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. post them again. But anyway, he's he's really good at that kind of stuff. So we also asked him if he'd do some kind of um, artwork for some of when we interview people, so we can just put it up and I can drop in who it is we've interviewed, so we can put it on you know try to get some more advertising or whatever um and he and he's happily done it for us so we want to say an, a big shout out to uh, adam conley for uh for helping us with this stuff because uh man that was very very cool of you to take your time up to and do also this. also neil apologizes for everything bad he ever said about australia oh god no i'm not saying he's not a convict i'm just saying he's good at photoshop <laughs> <laughs> I think, think they give him access to the computer one hour a day. After he's done <laughs> yes, yes. Art. I think that's it. I think he's. I think. I think he's on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, awesome. I work. Well, thanks, program. Adam. We appreciate it, man. Yeah, we do. We really do. And we appreciate uh, all the people who do think do things for us for nothing. Yes, we, we do. We're, what, we're what? like a charity. We are. We are a not-for-profit organization. Hey, why don't you look in that big old binder of yours? Did you send Adam any stickers? Because if not, you should. I think I did. Okay. So, and Adam, the next time, you know what? Next time we do a t-shirt run or whatever, let us know your size and we'll just send you a shirt, man. Okay. Um, Holy cow. Shipping to Australia. You might as well deliver <laughs> yourself. <laughs> True enough, man. It'd be like $1,000 to ship it. Well, how much we'll was it? Because you did Adam, it. We're going to do, do a live. <laughs> live show from your house. It's like, it's like kangaroos hopping around the background. That's from the big house. It'll be from his freaking prison cell. What are you talking about? <laughs> they probably got better Wi-Fi than we do, Neil. Yeah, they probably do, actually. Um right. and, and we were actually going to read some mail today, but we didn't get a chance, so we'll do that yeah, next time. We'll, we'll do, we'll, yeah, we'll do it next time. Actually, yeah. I, I hope to. Uh, I think next week we're going to be a little guest heavy, but we'll see. Well, so you're going to love. It. I'm not going to read all the mail, but one was funny. It said that uh, this was from a listener called Laura, I believe, and she said that uh, 
we keep a laughing so hard that she can't go to sleep at night. So could we do a lullaby show? <laughs> so I don't really know any punk lullabies that we could play, but I don't. I mean, something wrong with the ambient and booze? <laughs> Is that really what we're suggesting to people? <laughs> yes, yes. I won't curse because I don't want to be a bad influence on the youth of America. But and you just told I'm... them, and you just told, told people there's nothing to live for in 2020, so they should all yeah. kill themselves. Well, that's my problem with being on call too, is I can't booze. So anything I said tonight was strictly ice water. So and not me, mate. I'm on. I'm two pints of gin and tonic in. So well, I look forward to joining you soon next weekend. Yes, so. exactly. It's gonna be awesome. So all right, cool, man. Well, listen. I don't know what else. Oh, I, I actually still have some stickers. So if anybody, we, I know we got some newer listeners. So if you want some stickers, I still can send some out. So yep. send us your name and address either at email at punktillidie77 at gmail, or you can go ahead and leave us a message on our Facebook, our, our Facebook, Punk Till I Die podcast, if you can figure out the new Facebook alignment. What yeah, it's, it's kind of sucky, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you for fixing that thing that wasn't broken for us um and probably showing our post to less and less people so yeah <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that's why we're down like five thousand percent or whatever the shit yeah, it keeps like, on going like a hundred likes they just are constantly haranguing you to spend money with them yeah it's true it's true i'd rather give money to the devil himself well i'll tell you what so if um and we'll even send stickers to the angry guy who wrote in the uh the angry thing about uh, uh about tom interrupting everybody He's still banned from listening, and his children, and his children's children. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying he can listen because he he did pull it. Actually, I'm looking at that page right now when he pulled it. Mm. He pulled that comment, so I don't know. Maybe Adam told him to pull it. I'm guessing. I would. I mean, uh, Jay. Well, if if it would have continued, I would have had to sick our like a few of our devoted listeners on him. Yeah. I know where this guy lives. Yeah, mailman Mike would have made sure he didn't get any mail ever again. Yeah. Or the president. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We, yeah. we do it. We do appreciate it, even though we, you know, often make sport of you. We enjoy. We appreciate you listening to us, and uh, <laughs> we'll be back next week, once or twice, probably. I feel like as the weather kind of gets worse here, we might try to ramp production back up, especially since uh, there's still no shows or anything, which I know we're all struggling with. So anyway, we'll see you at the drive-in. I don't know if this will be up before i make it to chicago the weekend of the 16th and the 17th but theoretically we might have some time for some hangs yeah somebody wants to go record shopping with us but oh yeah that's true yeah yeah i don't know if this this is good up in time or not but maybe i'll put out a call on the facebook the old facebook post and mark zuckerberg will show it to like 17 people we might even hang out with the eradicator you never know who knows right play some squash yeah play some squash with the eradicator so it's tennis season ended today so that means he won't be practicing several hours a day. He'll want me to go out there with him again. So I'll be at the top of my game. Okay, good. Don't, anyway. don't, don't pull anything now, buddy. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Neil, do your thing. Stay free. Keep a little mark in your heart. All right. Talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. See you soon.